0: Thank you very much. Good morning to you. If you haven't already, do take a seat. It is a pleasure to be with you this morning. And today we're going to be talking and thinking about Mary. So to do that, before we start and before I share some thoughts with you, we're going to watch from the Jesus Storybook Bible, some of the story of Mary. So we're playing on the screens behind me. So get yourselves comfortable and let's hear what happened to Mary.
1: He's here. Everything was ready. The moment God had been waiting for was here at last. God was coming to help his people just as he promised in the beginning. But how would he come? What would he be like? What would he do? Mountains would have bowed down. Seas would have roared. Trees would have clapped their hands. But the earth held its breath. As silent as snow falling, he came in, and when no one was looking, in the darkness, he came. There was a young girl who was engaged to a man named Joseph. Joseph was the great-great-great-great-great-grandson of King David. One morning this girl was minding her own business when suddenly a great warrior of light appeared right there in her bedroom. He was Gabriel, and he was an angel, a special messenger from heaven. When she saw the tall, shining man standing there, Mary was frightened. You don't need to be scared, Gabriel said. God is very happy with you. Mary looked around to see if perhaps he was talking to someone else. Mary, Gabriel said, And he laughed with such gladness that Mary's eyes filled with sudden tears. Mary, you're going to have a baby, a little boy. You will call him Jesus. He is God's own son. He's the one. He's the rescuer. The God who flung planets into space and kept them whirling around and around. The God who made the universe with just a word. The one who could do anything at all was making himself small and coming down as a baby. Wait, God was sending a baby to rescue the world? But it's too wonderful, Mary said, and felt her heart beating hard. How can it be true? Is anything too wonderful for God? Gabriel asked. So Mary trusted God more than what her eyes could see, and she believed. I'm God's servant, she said. Whatever God says, I will do. Sure enough, it was just as the angel had said. Sure enough,
0: it was just as the angel had said. Well, Mary is probably most familiar to us at Christmas time. She is mainly considered once a year and certainly is a seasonal favourite among Christmas card designers. She's usually pictured in one of three ways. Either with the angel coming to tell her the surprising news of Jesus' soon arrival or on a donkey travelling to Bethlehem to have baby Jesus or at the major scene with the newborn baby, Jesus. So Mary is an interesting figure. Okay, um, thanks, that's great. Um, we'll come on to it later, thanks. So anyway, back to sorry, what I was saying. Mary is thought to have been about 13, 15 years old when the angel tells her that she's going to have a child. Now, scholars aren't very clear whether she was at home when this happened or in a nearby well, but maybe it doesn't really matter either way. Maybe it doesn't make that much difference. Sorry. Thanks. Okay. The thing about Mary is that history has never really quite known what to do with her. Sometimes we talk about her as if she was really passive and meek, but we know that Mary questioned the angel, not to find fault, but out of genuine curiosity. We know, too, that Mary was an important person. In, hey, that's, that's high. Um, really, really important. Yeah, but you just need to wait because you're actually interrupting and that's actually quite rude. I'm in the middle of speaking and all these people are trying to listen, so everything I'm saying is right and true, so could you just sit back down and just let me get on with it? So rude, honestly. Anyway, as I was saying, Mary isn't meek and mild. She's gutsy. And after the angel leaves, we hear her singing out a bold song where Mary says all kinds of truths about God. Truths that would have got her into huge trouble with the authorities had she been overheard. Mary is brave and daring and confident and she trusts God. That's a lot of things I'd like to be. an interruption. Hmm. I can see that. So it's not like me to interrupt, but,
1: mm.
0: <coughs> and I know you're in the middle of something and I'm sure it's really great, but you've been telling us that God really wants us to think about interruption. And I know that everything you're saying is good and true and really important, but maybe you could talk to us about interruption now. Would that be all right? Okay. Great. Thanks, Kate. Thanks for reminding me. The main thing that I think God wants us to think about this morning is about interruption. As I was preparing my talk this morning, I was chatting to God about the story of Mary. And the part that he drew my attention to was the fact that Mary was just there going about her normal life. She had plans and expectations, And certainly wasn't expecting, in the middle of her morning, five minutes after meeting an angel of all things, that suddenly her whole life was going to be radically different from what she expected. God had interrupted her, and nothing was ever the same again. Now I know today that God still interrupts us. And he does this in all sorts of ways, in all sorts of circumstances. I think it's less common to be interrupted by an angel, although I'm sure it still happens. God can interrupt our thinking as we're dwelling on something. He can interrupt us when we're doing chat and catch. He can interrupt us when we're listening to another person and give us a nudging feeling. That he wants us to pay attention to something specific, just like he did with me when I was looking at the angel story. He gave me a nudge to notice that he interrupts. He can interrupt us as we're reading our Bibles when suddenly we realize something new, although we know the story really, really well. God can interrupt us in the middle of all sorts of things. He can interrupt our plans for the future, just like Mary's. He can interrupt our beliefs and our ideas. He can interrupt our habits and our relationships. When God interrupts us, it may be surprising and even slightly scary, like I'm sure for Mary but it is always ultimately for our good and for the good of the world. The Bible tells us that because God loved the world so much he gave us Jesus. God also loves the world so much that he invites us to partner with him into making it more the kind of place that he designed it to be. So today, I wonder if God has been or is interrupting you about something. I wonder if God has been pressing closely to you and is interrupting something in your life, maybe in your thoughts, maybe in your plans, maybe in your relationships. I wonder today if the point of courage, like for Mary, comes from trusting that God's will, that God will do as he says, and allowing God to have the attention for the interruption. So I'm going to invite you to stand, and I'm gonna invite God to come and interrupt us. So would you please take a stand where you are? And we're gonna give time to pay attention to God. We're going to give time to him to interrupt us. We're going to chat and catch with him. We believe as we do this that God comes very close to us, no matter if we've been his friend for many years or whether we're just starting to explore who he is. No matter if we're young or old, God will come very close to us and there are lots of ways we can catch from him. God may be nudging something in your feelings. He may be talking to your body in different ways. He may give you a thought or an idea or a picture or a you of a Bible story that you weren't thinking about before. In the quiet... Spend some time letting God come near to you. And maybe there's something that you need to say sorry for. We know that God is gracious and merciful and he forgives us of all our sins. There may be something in specific that God is reminding you of that you want to say thank you for. There may be something that God is interrupting in your thinking about your everyday ordinary life. And just like with Mary, that's where she was interrupted in the midst of her everyday ordinary. Maybe God is drawing your attention to something there. As we pray before the service, we had a sense that for someone here, they may feel like God's spotlight is on them. If that's you, stay with God. As you chat and catch with him, let him nudge you and prompt you and stir you. If that's you, we'd love to pray with you at the end of the service. And we can do that in the side chapel on my left. But as we now come to sing our final hymn of Be Thou My Vision, stay with God if he is interrupting you. As we sing, you're welcome to join or you're welcome to stay and, and stand and pray and think and muse with him. Staying with him in the interruption. The words will be on the screen behind me. So, for those who are ready, let's stand and sing together. Be thou my vision.